0: You're listening to the Gino Kinton Audio Experience. I'm Gino, I'm Filipino, and I'm a full-time martial artist at my family's academy in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I make content about the martial arts way of thinking and connecting it to live a happier, more productive life. In this episode, I actually took some time to answer a few questions that were on my Instagram DMs. Uh, I didn't realize that there were so many of them. So I took some of the best ones and the responses that I gave to them and compiled it into this podcast. So I hope you enjoy that. Also, if you guys don't get a chance, I have my new course bundle on pre-order right now. It's gonna launch on July 15th uh, for 25 bucks. Right now it's on $15. Uh, It's a fundraiser thing that I have where it's a curation of the six aspects of life that help you live a happier life. The entire idea of it is a documentation of what's inside of my head and I hope to make it useful content for you guys. So if you get a chance to check it out, please do so and enjoy the episode. This is the Ask Me Anything on martial arts. Uh, For those of you guys that don't know me, My name is Gina the Filipino. I'm a martial artist based out of Virginia Beach, Virginia at my family's martial arts school, Impact Martial Arts Academy. And today I'm going to be going through some of my Instagram messages and hopefully shed some light on some of these topics that you guys might be asking about. And I do promise read all of these and I respond to you. Um, It's really inspiring for me to be able to hear that. I'm helping you guys out and it's just it's nice to know that some of the work that I've done over the last three years as a content creator has uh, helped you it's just it's really wholesome for me and I'm, I'm glad to be here so let's get with the first one. Uh, first one comes from our friend uh, folks it says hey Gino I had a question regarding balancing MMA and weightlifting and weight training so I thought why not ask someone who does both Feel like when i'm training bjj in particular i'm sore and i find it hard to maintain a position or defend because of my soreness do you have any tips for how to manage both at the same time so the balance between doing mma and weightlifting um is what i have to do so i train multiple martial arts and they teach and i also make time to go lift the um the problem that i see a lot of people do is that they might be lifting for the wrong reasons. Um, Weight training for martial arts is really built around strengthening your support muscles. So like for me, I know that my jujitsu and my Muay Thai stance tends to really hunch over my body so that way it's like forward facing. And it's really important that we exercise our back muscles so that way we can undo a lot of the tightness that is there. Um, Your Training issue is you have a hard time doing your martial arts training because you're sore. That is completely normal. Um, being able to train while you're sore is a very important uh, challenge to overcome, but you also have to make sure that you're not overdoing it. Uh, weight training for me, I think I only do like maybe an hour, an hour's worth of lifting every monday wednesday and friday so three times a week i i only i only lift three times a week and the soreness that you feel needs to also be balanced on like the different muscle groups so like i follow my dad's um training schedule so pushing muscles like bench press um a lot of like dumbbell type movements on the extension like the cable things Uh, you have the pulling muscles, so you have, like, your curls, you have your rows, and then you have, like, your leg day, so, like, or leg and back day, so, like, uh, Like, you can- you can alternate, but those are the three. Push, pull, and then legs. Being able to manage them both is, like, the same way how you would attend class, maybe, like, two times a week. Make sure that you alternate your lifting schedule to account for the soreness on the different muscle groups. Um on the weeks in particular that you need to use your skill to its full capacity maybe every like eight to ten weeks just take a break from going so hard on your lifting like you don't have to become a bodybuilder and stress yourself out on heavy lifting all the time for martial arts training you're looking for the easiest Powerful movement you can like effortless power not powerful effort. So whenever I go lift I usually go for a lot of volume type of reps like maybe 60% of your one rep max and then you do that maybe for like five or six sets of eight or ten that's usually like what I do Uh, So like when I bench press I don't I don't bench press like 250 pounds Three times and then call it a day. It's more like I'll bench press maybe like 140, and then I'll do three sets of eight. And then maybe I'll go a little bit further down and then I'll do another three sets of eight. So I'll get like 50, like to activating those muscles. Um, but really pay attention to how hard that you're going. The idea is to develop strength in your conditioning versus trying to become a bodybuilder. I think like your combat frame will reflect the work that you put in but be more consistent with what your goals are are you trying to be a bodybuilder or are you trying to do MMA so um, I hope that kind of helps answer your question all right second question comes from herna yo bro I got my first competition for BJJ on the 25th of this month what is something I should focus on stamina grips super nervous so your first jiu-jitsu competition at 25th you got 13 days at the time of recording this I think it's uh it's really important that you should get your fundamentals down. Uh, one of the things that I am told to teach everybody is the basics. Like that is that is my specialty. I teach the basics mainly for like day zero people. But in jiu-jitsu especially everything that you need for jiu-jitsu you learn in the basics class. Like there's that saying that all of the top like jiu-jitsu guys talk about jiu-jitsu should fit in the palm of your hand like for me my game plan like if i was to tell you one specialty move in each category of jiu a takedown, a sweep and escape like all of those things i only have like four moves everything else is transitionary um and it, it's very flow oriented versus like thinking um if you're looking for a specific idea to focus on before your first competition, I'd say, get your head in the game. I think the hardest part about doing competition is to turn the feeling of your nervousness into anxiety, for lack of a better term. Like, I know it sounds kind of bad to think about. Like when I go in a competition, I don't, I'm not afraid to go yeah i'm a little afraid of like getting hurt you know i'm afraid that i might not do very good but those are kind of superficial the the feeling that i've refined it into is anxiety like i want to go like let me go like what do i need to pay attention to what kind of moves am i good at what is my end objective what's something that i will typically run into and that game plan of mine happens during training if you don't have that level of confidence i would recommend to talk with your coach and see what you specifically need to work on uh stamina and your grips uh if this is your first jujitsu competition i'd say be aware of how you fuel yourself the night before and the day of uh eat healthy um try not to eat too much sugar or load up on like caffeine because it really, really affects the way that you're going to be doing your competition. Um, your grips are definitely going to be shot because your adrenaline's going to be pumping. You're going to want to like grab really hard on all of your stuff. Um, but you'll you'll figure out like where your body goes. That is something that I think you'll get more out of the longer that you compete. So the first time that you compete, your uh your grips will probably turn a piece of coal into a diamond by the time that you're done. Um, so if you want to actively remember to relax, so you don't go like all out and you can save your energy. Just remember that. And um, keep your head focused and trust in your training. Talk with your coach. Uh, if you have a specific game plan or things that you're nervous about, your coach that has trained you will definitely know something about that. Cool, we got number three. I don't know how to read this name. Shekhaj? Sorry about that. If I butchered that pronunciation. Says, hey bro, I'm 21. I'm from Denmark. I'm going to start Muay Thai and MMA in about 3 months, I want to get my body as much as possible ready in 3 months, I have a gym membership, what do you think I should do in those 3 months to prepare my body for the martial arts world? Well first of all, hello Denmark. Um, I think if you want to just get started with training, just start. There isn't a whole lot of prep work that you can do to do the martial arts movements without actually doing the martial arts movements. Like, your supplementary muscles, like bench press, deadlift, and squats and everything, is gonna be good for your body. But if you're already doing that, or if you're like even a sliver athletic, or you're just aware that you want to train, I think that one, that one is like the most important. If you just want to train, go start training. Just start, like you don't have to, have a completely athletic body in order to do martial arts. That is uh, a misconception that a lot of people tend to have. You're like, oh, I'm not in shape, and I want to learn how to do martial arts. I need to get in shape first before I do martial arts, like, yeah, it'll help. But your understanding of the movement and your capabilities needs to be revealed first. Like, let's say, like, my left shoulder is really bad. Let's say that I've never done martial arts before and I want to get into it, but my left shoulder is really bad. Um, Would I wait until my left shoulder is completely healed and healthy? Maybe it's a bad example, but if I wait until that issue is gone before I just start training to know where I need to work around it, um, I would be losing a little bit of time. Like, let's say that my left shoulder is bad and I wanted to start training, be like, hey, instructor, uh, I really like to start training. My left shoulder is pretty bad, but I'm pretty sure there's movements I can do outside of that that might um, substitute what I need to do on this side. Or maybe I'll just go light on this one and then heavy on my right side. Uh, There's adjustments like that everywhere. And I think if you want to do your gym training and your martial arts stuff, um, preparing your body is like further down like more performance athleticism versus the starting point so my recommendation just start and then talk with your coach and if you have a personal trainer talk to your personal trainer on how you can make those two worlds combine all right we got a question from alex hi brah so sorry for bothering but is there a way to go to the gym hypertrophy and do a grappling and a contact kickboxing, Muay Thai, all at the same time. Also, can you train for kickboxing at home? I wanna buy a heavy bag, but I am scared of having bad form. So let's see if I can break down the question. Can you do uh, the gym and, wait, can I go to the gym, and a grappling, and a contact at the same time? Uh, this kind of ties to the earlier question. Like if you if you wanna do your gym work, do the gym work. It's important to have a healthy body. Um, I did a podcast on this one a while ago on training, grappling, and Muay Thai at the same time. It's not so much the physical limitation of making your body overwork. Like, that's a part of it. But it's also the mental uh, push that you'll be putting yourself through. Like, Jujitsu takes a lot of coordination. Like, it's a lot. Uh, I was helping a student the other day review all the stuff they need for their like their blue belt test and just go over the entire list of all the stuff that's been prepared. And when you look at it on paper, it is a lot. There are a lot of things to remember. And that's just remembering how to do the move. That's not even considering the infinite possibilities that you can do when you're playing the game. It's like playing chess. Like if jujitsu is learning how each of the pieces of a chessboard move and then you have to learn how to play the game, beginning, middle, and end. That's like the best way that I could put it. And each of those things takes a certain number of hours to get your body comfortable with just doing it. Not even getting good at it, just comfortable doing it, period. And then when you do Muay Thai, it's very explosive. All of your moves take a lot of coordination to hold a specific form so you don't hurt yourself. That is another level of body conditioning and mental um, stress for lack of a better term that you're going to be putting yourself through. And I always recommend um, that whenever somebody wants to train multiple martial arts to do one first, like at least for a month. If I was to give my honest opinion, three months. Give yourself the time that it takes to calm your mind, instead of trying to add on more, because when you start to add on more, your your mental conditioning and the burnout will be a lot more uh, stressful. Um, it's a lot easier to take things one at a time once they're easier than to overload your plate from the beginning and then overpromise the work that you want to do. Um, so if I was to recommend somebody that wants to do jujitsu, muay thai, and weightlifting. Um, Pick one, it could be jujitsu or Muay Thai, give it like a month, I'll say two, let's say two months. Train in that one for two months, and then add on the other one to your schedule, okay? If you happen to have free time, you can do the lifting between, you know, balance your running and your road work and everything like that, but the the prescription that I would give you is at least two months in between picking up another art, because it takes a lot of brain work to do it. And you might not be thinking about it like, oh, it makes sense in my head. But subconsciously, you're going to be installing a lot of like um, controversial ideas to each other. Like a jujitsu stance and a Muay Thai stance are very different. And every time you go to sleep, body's going to twitch. It's going to install those things that you trained. And then if you try to install too many things all at the same time, they're going to get jumbled. And then you're going to end up with different problems that you could have avoided if you took the time to fully process what one had over the other. Um, It also depends on how long you have to dedicate to your training. Like for me, I put in like 21 hours on the mats. And that's like a mix of training, teaching, observing, and like helping people. It's like a mix. Like I'm not training for the entire time while I'm on the mat. Sometimes I'm teaching kids, sometimes I'm teaching adults. Maybe I'm training. Maybe I'm training hard. Maybe I'm training technique. Like all of those things are big factors to be aware of once you're actually doing the martial arts stuff. Um, Your second question was, can you train kickboxing at home? Yeah, you can train it at home. Um, I would recommend that you study up if you wanna watch like YouTube videos or maybe download our impact app that has like tutorials and stuff on it. Uh, You can do them on your own, but the way that you would improve your form is by actually having a coach. Um, I don't currently do online coaching if you like really don't have anybody around you to do that. Um, But it would be really good to take somebody that's at least like maybe one or two steps above you um, in their martial arts stuff to critique on your movement because there are some moves that if you do them incorrectly, you're gonna hurt yourself. So it's good to have those, those teachers and everything. And it's also good to have a partner because a lot of these moves don't make a whole lot of sense on their own. Unless you have like the physical feedback of another human being that's like living and moving with you. So I hope that helps. Yes, you can train at home, have a coach to critique your form and remember to balance yourself when it comes to training in multiple martial arts. All right, Christian, you sent a voicemail. Voicemail, voice message. It says, also I've been checking out your page as a whole and I've got to say I absolutely love it. The quality of content you bring to the platform is outstanding. I really appreciate that because there are some videos that you guys watch in my old playlist that makes me cringe and I really want to redo them. But uh, it it does make me feel good that I'm able to put something out that you guys enjoy. So let's listen to this voicemail. Hello, sir. So, I originally sent you, like, a bunch of voice messages, like, 10 minutes ago, and I realized that that was a lot. So, I'm gonna send this one. I've been training Muay Thai for the past, uh, four or five years, and combined that with, uh, Krav Maga and just, um, kickboxing. So, I have a question. Do you think it's a good idea if I start training Escrima? I would love to. It's just... I am going away to college, but I could potentially find a place down there. Um, the, the only conflict is I don't want to lose my current uh, style of uh, fighting that I have with um, Muay Thai and sparring and such like that. So do you think it's possible for me to train all of these simultaneously, even if they're all at different schools? Um, thank you so much. If you see this, you have a nice day. So this kind of, uh, this ties into um, one of the things that we were um, talking about earlier, training in multiple martial arts. So the the whole idea of training martial arts is to understand the school of study that the teacher and the form has. On an individual basis, it is really up to you to decide what to do with it. Um, For me, I started with Filipino martial arts and Muay Thai. So I was a striker and weapons practitioner first. And then when I started to learn Jiu Jitsu, I had a really hard time picking that up because I just wanted to keep my range. I wanted to be good at what I was already good at. And it really took me like a year and a half of pushing through and making myself learn Jiu Jitsu in order to truly appreciate what the game of it actually was. Um, as far as your training, like, kind of being in conflict with each other, you're going to run into that, especially if you've been training for, like, a long time. By a long time, I mean, like, at least a year, maybe two. Like, like seriously training for, like, a year or two. Um, your bias, as my, my dad likes to call it, uh, will get in the way. Um, I have a lot of bias when it comes to making videos. Like, if I want to make a video for the Academy, it has to fit the Academy's vision if i want to make a video for gino and this youtube channel has to fit gino's vision if i want to do a brazilian jiu-jitsu match i have to fight brazilian jiu-jitsu rules if i want to do an mma cage fighting match you have to do those rules so the two that you said like eskrima and um, krav maga and like your muay thai like those are all very different martial arts in the base itself they are martial arts But in the schools and the domains, you're going to have to use it in application and think with that martial art, they're going to be very different. So you have to know how to separate your brain into those different buckets, those different boxes of your thoughts in order to effectively be there. Once you understand those rules and have the ability to stay in that domain, then you can play around with the personality and you know, drop in some of the fun stuff from the other martial arts, but you have to know what the box is in order to think outside the box and then be able to travel between those worlds. Try not to leave yourself so open and be like, I have all this experience. All of it should make sense in the end. Yes, right now, if you're starting, no, learn how to separate it. And through that discipline, you will earn your freedom. Thank you so much for listening. Do remember to subscribe to the podcast and I'll see you guys in the next one. If you haven't already checked it out, remember to pre-order my new course bundle that's coming out on July 15th called Everything is Everything. It's a six-part collection of everything that I know, connecting martial arts to live a happier and more productive life. I really hope you enjoy it and I'll see you guys in the next episode.